when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. And we're off to the Health Hub Times Square in Balancolic, where we're joined by Annalise Giselle. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon. And you are welcome to the programme. Lots and lots of questions in, so let's get straight in. Pat says, Patricia, firstly, can I thank Annalise for her advice last week on early rheumatoid arthritis supplements? Now, I'm going to move on with another question. What foods and drinks should I stop using uh, because of this early rheumatoid arthritis? I eat a good diet. I always make sure I include red berries, fruit and veg, uh, etc. And by the way, I emailed the government minister with a 23% uh, levy. I live in hope that it doesn't come in, says Pat. Thank you, Pat, for that. OK, so he's going to take the supplements, but should he be also looking at foods? Yeah, definitely. I mean, diet is actually a massive factor. I would say nearly even more important than taking supplements, Patricia. And what you want to do is follow an anti-inflammatory diet. And if you go online and Google an anti-inflammatory diet, you'll get lots of information The Mediterranean diet is another naturally anti-inflammatory diet. And basically, both of these diets are very low in foods that can promote inflammation, which are often animal-based foods. So you'll see very little red meat, um, certainly no processed meats whatsoever or processed foods, very little amounts of cheese, um, very little amounts of chicken and turkey, lots of fish, lots of vegetable proteins in the form of lentils and kidney beans, chickpeas, um, all of those kind of legumes, lots of nuts and seeds, whole grains, so basically everything brown and nothing white, and plenty fruit and vegetable. And the Mediterranean diet, Patricia, which is exactly that kind of a diet, and also includes, by the way, a glass of red wine every day. So um, that has consistently... We'll, in, we'll go for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> consistently in studies has shown to be uh, one of the most heart-healthy diets. Also, this People who follow that type of diet have far less um, asthma or allergies, incidence of allergies. So on the whole, it seems to be heart healthy, brain healthy, anti-inflammatory. And actually, there's, there's lots of delicious you know, foods that you can eat on it. So it's not like trying to cut out carbohydrates and follow a high fat diet. In actual fat, your diet can be very broad. It just is a focus on whole foods and very little animal produce. Okay, good luck with that, uh, Pat. Listener says, Hi Patricia, I've been on Elteroxin for four years. It's a thyroid treatment. Now, I don't know, is that an overactive or, or an underactive thyroid? Uh, could Annalise advise, please? That's so, Elteroxin is for underactive thyroid. And basically, your thyroid produces um, a thyroid hormone 
that's responsible for revving up our metabolism when we need to produce a lot of energy. It also helps us to control our temperature in our bodies because when we burn glucose in our cells, a side product of that is heat. So if you start feeling cold, your, your thyroid will, will kick in to rev up your metabolism. So having a low thyroid would mean that you would feel cold quite a lot. You'd feel tired because your metabolism would be very slow. You wouldn't be able to produce enough energy. You'd find it very difficult to lose weight and find it easy to put on weight. You might notice that your hair is thinning. Everything will be sluggish. Your whole digestive system will be sluggish because basically you're not producing enough energy to fulfill your body's needs. So um, often if your thyroid is underactive, will be prescribed L-troxin, which is the thyroid hormone. Now, that hormone comes in an inactive form and it has to be converted in your body's cells. It would be too dangerous to give you the active hormone in many cases. So um, part of the problem I often find, Patricia, is that when people are put on the thyroid hormone, they don't convert it efficiently to the active form because of various different deficiencies. So if you're one of those people who's been put on L-troxin and you feel no better, it's very likely that you're not converting. So taking um, a supplement like um, selenium would be the most important thing required for that conversion to the active hormone. So make sure you take a selenium supplement, but you can actually get nice, um, sophisticated thyroid supplements now that will have things in there like selenium with a little bit of iodine and some gum guggle, which is spelled gum, like chewing gum, and then guggle, G-U-G-G-A-L, and these are all great to help you, um, you know, use thyroid hormone efficiently within the cells. But you still continue to take the althroxin? You can still, yes, you still continue to take the althroxin. Now, generally, once you go on it, it's very hard to come off it, Patricia, because your own body will stop making thyroid hormone. So don't you're on it for life. You feel you're kind of on it for life. Now, for a lot of people, Patricia, I feel that the problem isn't with their thyroid at all. Um, I think the problem is often with iodine deficiency. So before you take any thyroid hormone, take a kelp supplement and see does that improve your symptoms because it might be as simple as just getting the iodine into your diet. Um, Another reason your thyroid would be low functioning as well would be if you've been very stressed for a long period of time because as a protective mechanism, the body will then convert in the presence of high levels of stress hormone. The body converts the active thyroid hormone to an inactive one called reverse T3. And that can't do any job um, within the body and it's not even reversible. So you're basically producing hormone that's immediately converted to an inactive form. So that's more of an adrenal issue. So you need to kind of address the stress there. So I think always question before you put on a drug for life. Try a few other things first. Okay, Martin says, hi, Annalise. Um, Would Annalise suggest... What is a body check-up, in her opinion? Is it an annual blood test? Is it a blood pressure test? Is it an ECG? Uh, what would Annalise suggest that you should have for a health examination? Oh, Patricia, if we'd endless money. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see everybody every year get a proper stool sample done to have a look and see what all the bacteria in the gut are, good and bad and indifferent, because um, as we are learning more and more now, they play such a role not just in our physical health, our immune health, but mental health as well. But typically a health, a proper health scan would include your blood pressure, your cholesterol, iron, vitamin B12, your thyroid hormones, vitamin D levels. You might get an ECG to see how your heart is functioning. There is another test that I'd love to see done, which tests the elasticity of your heart arteries. And if they're not elastic, it means there's a lot of cholesterol buildup 
and a lot of plaque buildup. I think that's a great indicator. It's not commonly included in most health checkups. Um, you know, I think probably a, a good conversation to see what your symptoms are, which never seems to be the case. They just look at your bloods and if your bloods are fine, they say you're healthy and no matter Off how you, you feel. Yeah. So I think a good conversation with somebody to see how's your digestion functioning? Are you having a healthy bowel movement every day? Mentally, how are you feeling? How are you coping with stress? I'd love to see that included. In that that would be in the ideal world. In the ideal okay, world. go back to thyroid. My thyroid antibodies are very high, says a listener. They're reading 98. The thyroid function is normal. What does that mean? So that does mean that it, potentially you could be at risk at, uh, of having a thyroid problem in the future. So a lot of the time, um, that is why the thyroid will, co- will become a problem. It's because your own immune system starts producing antibodies against it. Now, you may be asymptomatic, which means that you're not showing any of the symptoms of a low thyroid function, but it could get to the stage where you will, you know, eventually if the antibodies do enough damage to the thyroid gland. So I would suggest um, for this person, I think, start looking at something autoimmune focused as opposed to thyroid focused. Maybe take um, the fish oils are always great for immune balancing on the whole. And, you know, if you want to take the pressure off your thyroid, take a kelp supplement. It's a food-based seaweed supplement. Your body will get the minerals that it needs in a good balance rather than taking an iodine supplement. And that might take some pressure off the thyroid, but it may be that down the road you're still going to have to just go on the medication. Um, hi, um, I'm on Elthroxin for the last nine years, but my weight has remained the same. I'm wondering, could I have been misdiagnosed? Would vitamin B complex be good for me? Thanking you. Um, it's very possible, I suppose, but not likely because generally the doctor won't put you on that thyroid hormone unless they see your thyroid function in your blood test is problematic. Now, it could be that you're not converting the thyroid hormone. So back to the advice I was giving previously, if you're taking the drug but you feel no better, then you're possibly not converting it into the active form within the cells efficiently. So take, um, definitely selenium would be very important there, Patricia. Take a selenium supplement, but there are some nice thyroid supplements that would contain other things. Talk to your local health shop and they'll find a good one for you. Um, And there's lots of other reasons as well for inability to lose weight, um, you know, that can be involved. Stress is a massive factor. If you're you're suffering high levels of stress, every instinct within your physical body is to keep holding on to as many calories and storing because it thinks you're going to be in trouble. So it's very hard to lose weight when you're stressed. And as you get older, it's harder, isn't it? Don't talk to me. I'm trying to shift a weight that (laughs) I put on and I'm broken hearted. So definitely as you get older, your metabolism slows so, down. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just have gets, to, yeah, you have to keep much more of an eye on it because... Than you had to when you were younger. Yeah, I think don't let yourself go more than a couple of pounds too heavy and deal with it then rather. Yeah, because so. Dan wants to know, can blood pressure and cholesterol tablets, can that cause weight gain? Yes, in a, in a roundabout way, possibly. Not so much the cholesterol tablets, but the, the blood pressure can sometimes make you retain water and that definitely would help you. Would, would mean that you'd be weighing a lot heavier. But that tends to be more water retention. Um, there are certain drugs that would, like steroids, can make you gain a lot of weight. That's a very commonly known one. Um, and there are other drugs, more obscure drugs, that would help you gain weight. But uh, to be honest with you, it's probably more, it's more just getting older, diet and lack of exercise. And even my own portion sizes, Patricia, I'd lost the run of myself 
we're used to getting bigger portions now. Yeah. If you look at the typical Sunday roast, they had a thing on the news there um, a couple of weeks ago, and the typical Sunday roast around the wartime was a couple of slices of meat, two roast potatoes, and, um, you know, kind of a half a cup size of carrots and peas, and that was it. And nowadays, it overflows the whole plate and is piled up on it. So our portion sizes have more than doubled since that time. Yeah, we all have to watch the portion size. Pat wants to know, what would Annalise recommend for diarrhoea? Now, I'm assuming that this is reoccurring diarrhoea. Yeah, so, okay, a couple of things, really. This is, I, I mean, a doctor would say you've got irritable bowel, but I think it can be down to a number of different reasons. Irritable bowel is caused by something. So it, it could be caused by a food intolerance. So you're eating a food that you're not necessarily allergic to, but your body cannot tolerate. So a food intolerance test might be good to sort that out. If you had a food intolerance, you'd probably have had digestive symptoms for a very long period of time. I don't mean a couple of months. If you've only got diarrhea for a couple of months, it might be as a result of either taking certain medications or picking up a bug that has totally disordered the good and the bad bacteria in your gut. So a stool sample would be the ideal thing, Patricia, to get done but unfortunately they're not very comprehensive unless you pay for them privately so the first place to start off with is to take a probiotic now the alflurex probiotic is one that's made here in cork and that can be very good for irritable bowel diarrhea style Uh, a lot of people get great relief from that so i would definitely try that one but there are other general broad spectrum probiotics that will get the good bacteria back in So that should be the first place to start. And if that's not getting you anywhere, then maybe you do need to look at insufficient digestion, food intolerances, or the possibility of having a parasite that might need a few herbs to get rid of it. Hannah is looking for a natural remedy for viral bronchitis. Okay, so bronchitis is inflammation of the bronchioles in the chest and is is often as a result of um, a cough or a cold. Um, So... Typically, the best thing to do for the chest is to take something that will help dry up the mucus within the chest. So you're looking at kind of um, things like thyme, ivy, sage extract. Um, The Dr. Delish Clare Chest and Sinus brand is brilliant because it has lots of those herbs plus savory. And it also has some immune boosting herbs, which help your own immune system get on top of any bug that's causing the bronchitis. The other thing then would be maybe to take... um, a, a drink of carrageen that's great for helping get mucus out of the, the, the lungs if that's building up so you can buy the carrageen in a health shop and you can boil it up and then you can add in ginger honey lemon cloves to make it taste nice and take that as a kind of a, a concoction drink um, the lung tea Patricia I've spoken about this before I think on the program again this is from Dr. Delish Clare and there's herbs in that that are very good for um the health of the lung tissue, which would be good for bronchitis. You're looking at um, eye bright, licorice, marshmallow, mullion is wonderful as well. They're so softening. Um, and of course, your ivy and your thyme again. Okay, lots of suggestions there. Hi, now I've never heard of this before. Hi, Patricia. Could you ask Annalise, is there anything I could take to help with cold agglutin disease? Have you heard of that? Haven't heard 
heard of that one, no, Patricia. No, so I, I've, I've I no. Can, I'll have a look and maybe I'll have something on it next week. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's A G G L U T I N. I've never heard of it before. Anyway, okay, fifty-three-year-old woman crippled with pains. Not sure if it's muscles or bones. Neck. She has it in her neck, her back, and her hips. X-rays are just showing wear and tear. She has taken anti-inflammatories, but they're not really helping. Could Annalise give some recommendations, please? Okay, so um, I would say the that taking maybe magnesium would be a good place to start. Uh, magnesium will often help with muscle pain. If you're full of aches and pains all over your body and there is, you know, you're not worse in one joint than the other, it's more likely to be a muscular problem rather than a joint problem. So she could try that for um, a, a week or two and see if that helps. Now, you can get magnesium in various different forms, but you want it in something like either a magnesium citrate or a magnesium biglycinate. And if you go into the health shop and ask them and make sure that you tell them you want one that's well absorbed because otherwise it just acts as a laxative. So that would be a good place to start. And then for wear and tear arthritis, um, it's good to take things like glucosamine, MSM, chondroitin. These are the building blocks for the uh, collagen and the cartilage that are needed between your joints. Now, you're not going to get any immediate relief from pain from this. It's a long-term approach and really what you're doing is you're just making sure the body has what it needs to rebuild your joints and to prevent further wear and tear. And then natural anti-inflammatories. I'm a big fan of um, the Boswellia, which comes from frankincense. It's a very powerful anti-inflammatory. Also, turmeric is very good as well. Um, Hyaluronic acid as a supplement for joint pain can work really well because it helps with that little cushion between joints. So it might be a matter of trying a few different things, Patricia, to find the one that works. Finally find one that works. And cannabis oil, lastly, would be a good one because that's great for aches and pains of any sort. Okay, listen, we leave it there. Thank you for that mine of information. We'll chat next Monday. Thanks, Patricia. Thanks a million. That is Annalise Dressel and Annalise runs the Health Hub in Times Square in Ballincollig. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.